Good evening at the time of recording and to our Brazilian listeners, oi, tudo bem? Welcome back to the Fancy Football Surgery, coming to you on the 15th of March. We are fresh off the barren game week of uh, game week 30. Leicester are still top of the Premier League. How many more times am I going to say that this season? City are in the last eight of the Champions League. And finally, the panel have been thrown into absolute disarray with news of the double game week. Welcoming back, the pair leading the panel. Firstly, his blocking tactics keep him in first place, but for how long? It's big time. Hello, guys. And there's a prickly sensation around the pod this evening. I've got a hunch it's down to his ginger beard. Welcome back, Brookie. Hello. And he's rushed home from work to get here in time to start this. Nicely done, Woodsy. Welcome back. On the roost. Hey, everyone. <laughs> and finally, the only man of all of us who could play 90 minutes and actually affect a game nowadays in actual football, not just fantasy, it's the Iceman. Cheers, Paul. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Gentlemen, the double game week is very much uh, upon us. Uh, we've had that announced today, so plenty of discussion around that. I want to come to you first of all, Iceman, because you've got a few stats on this, I believe. Yeah, we've got some information on the double game week. Some of it obtained from the Fancy Football 24-7 website, so shout out to them. The FA Cup has affected the fixtures massively, and double game weeks have been announced, and they are now in game week 34 and game week 37. There's a blank game week left in game week 35. So, uh, you've got the team. So, Pete, if you could just read off all the teams with double game weeks. Okay, well, let's go through double game week 34 to get us started. So we've got the two teams from Merseyside. We've got Everton and Liverpool. We've then got Newcastle, Man City and Man United. Crystal Palace, West Ham, Watford, Arsenal and West Brom. So some of the top sides playing there, notably Leicester absent. Game week 37, double game week. We've got Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham, Man United, Norwich, Watford, Sunderland and Everton. We then, If we're thinking about teams that aren't going to be playing, just to be clear, this is they're not playing. Game week 35 is West Ham United, so no Payet or uh, Antonio that week. Mm-hmm. Man United, Watford, Palace, Everton or Norwich. And then teams, just to bring that all together, who have two double game weeks, we've got Everton, Liverpool, Watford, Man United and West Ham. This is also with Crystal Palace and Everton still needing to be rescheduled, so meaning that Everton will have another double game week after that. So that actually leaves Liverpool the only team with two double game weeks and no blank. So looking at the likes of Firmino, Coutinho, Moreno and even Milner, the teams that all have a double game week and will definitely play in game week 35 are Liverpool, Man City, Newcastle, West Brom and Arsenal. So if you're looking to capitalise on the double game weeks and not let it affect your team too much, look into these players' teams. Lloydie, you've got some things to say here? Yeah, so um, I managed to find something on a fancy football scout website. A guy called Green Windmill put it on there. So he's looked at the last four seasons of double game weeks and he concluded that um, for double... Double game weeks in week 34, players are 78% more likely to play in both games, whereas in game week 37, in double game weeks, it's only 66% are likely to play. Um, this is because, obviously, by the end of the season, most of the uh, teams have kind of already decided where they're going to finish, and so they tend to use youth players and things like that. So 
I think if you're going to really try and maximise the gains from a double game week, it's going to be the week 34 one where there's probably still more to play for all the teams. Yeah, exactly. So in in my opinion, the teams you should be looking at for those double game weeks, I'm looking at uh, game week 34. You're looking at Arsenal, who are playing Crystal Palace at home and West Brom at home. Liverpool, who are playing Bournemouth away and then Everton at home. Man City, who are playing Chelsea away, then Newcastle at home. And then Man United, who are playing Villa at home and Crystal Palace at home. And also you've got West Ham, who have got uh, Leicester away and Watford at home. So you can fill your teams up with the the players from these teams, especially Man United and Arsenal. They've both got home games. So if you get three players from each of those teams, which I've just listed, you'll have 15 double game week players. But if you want to make sure that you've got a team available for game week 35 without hits, then I suggest going two from Man City, two from Liverpool, two from Arsenal, maybe one from West Brom, one from West Ham, and a keeper from Man United. But make sure you've got four players on your bench, which are playing in the next week. So that that's how I'm going to line it up at the moment. The game week 37, I believe John's got something to say on that. I'm looking at, actually, looking at Sunderland, Norwich and Liverpool. All three of those teams play their two fixtures at home. So I I assume around about that time of the season, Sunderland and Norwich are still going to be fighting for something. I've heard that um, some people have been asking about whether there's going to be a triple game week. Is that a possibility or are they just going to add on an additional game week? It is a slight possibility, but that would mean that Everton would have to sweet-talk UEFA to actually get it played around that date. So that would be on game week 35, and I don't think that's going to happen. So it may be another double. Okay, so just have another double. So hopefully that answers FBL Bulldogs' question, who tweeted us earlier. Okay, so plenty of facts and figures there, and opinion about the double game week. I'm sure that's going to continue throughout the pod. Let's just take a step back in time for a minute to the last game week. Game week 30, so we're all planning for this barren game week of just a few, I think it was four or five games. Um, let's see how the guys did. First of all, Woodsy, how did you get on? Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, so my game week 30 score wasn't as good as what I'd hoped. I'd prepped it pretty well, I'd thought, but um turns out it wasn't that great. So the average was 35, I scored 48, um, but below the average of the top 1,000 players, uh, which was... 56 points so in between the two um my highest scoring player was harry kane the wizard uh, had a captain fail of aguero which i'm sure a lot of people were disappointed with how did they not score against norwich and other than that mate it's distinctly average um with a lot of players letting me down so yeah a fail game week fail well seeing as we are down the bottom i am uh, the biggest bottom dweller this week of all of us love the um, bottom Loves the bottom, so I finished below you and Jury this week. So it really is hotting up in that race for next season's punishment. Have we agreed on a goalkeeper or a striker yet? There was a poll, I think it resulted in a goalkeeper. Yeah, it was goalkeeper that we had. And you've got to start that goalkeeper for the first month, by the way. Yeah, That's fine. That sounds good to me. Okay, well, not too bad a game week. Uh, 57 points. So double the average, pretty much. Um, highlights were Deli Alley, Harry Kane, although I didn't captain him. I got an Aguero fail going against my pick for last week, which was Kane. Um, I've had Joe Hart in goal for the last few weeks, which has been pretty decent. Robert Hoof and Dyer scoring me points, but elsewhere fairly barren. The 57 in the grand scheme of things, not too bad. What about you, Iceman, down the bottom with us? How'd you get on? Yeah, I did all right. I got 
71 this week with a minus four, so... Oh, sir, so modest. Six, six, oh, you're already spoiling not, us. Not bad. <laughs> Fabulous. Suit you, oh, God. sir. Oh, I did Good go. Evening. I did go against the grain, and I captained Kane, which me and the beard man loved. And I also had Sigurdsson and company, who is now injured, which is going to really mess up my plans. But yeah, not a bad game week for me. Fairly decent. Okay, now let's go back to the ears versus beard debate. Let's see how things are looking at the top. First of all, coming to you, Parker. How did you get on? Um, so yeah, not too bad. Had company, who, as James said has done me well last couple of weeks but is now injured uh, Toby as always seven points good six points um, Arnie and Ali both got nine points but I just I, I'm going to make it short and sweet this part what I want is a couple of people on the podcast to get a plate a knife and fork a big fat slice of humble pie and chop it up and eat it because Graziano Pella scored me 13 points I don't know what else I can say. I, I took some <laughs> abuse last week for this. You, you uh, took a pick. royal, you took a royal beating for that suggestion last week. I'd, I'd say, I did. Um, Where there's credit due, Lloydie. Well done, mate. Oh, well done. Oh, the smoke is coming I, out now. I, no, I just think, right throughout the whole season, I think there's only maybe a handful of players, maybe a couple that you actually put in your squad before they start scoring. Um, yeah. Mine was Charlie Daniels. Yeah. I got that 18 haul, I think, and then everyone started jumping on board. But you, you know, you called Pella, so and I could easily yeah, well see you going on really the street now. <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. You got really jammy there. Well done. The ever gracious Stuart Woods. Um, <laughs> good to hear from you, mate. The only streets he'll score are the ones in his panties. Oh God! Oh well. <laughs> and there it is. Nice. So a little bit of a humble pie for all of us after the Parker pick. And what about the man, the beard, who is chasing him? Yeah, well, uh, same again as last week, really, mate. I was happy with my score of 71, but obviously Mr. Parker scoring 75 and opening that gap now to 42. So can't help but feel a little bit disappointed. I had Fuchs and Toby scoring me a seven each. Fabianski, Daniels and Walshide all getting me one. And then I had Six and Ali scoring nine each. Got Aguero's too, but obviously Captain Kane with uh, Jim as well, so he got me that 26. Decent. So, and again, the, the lead has increased, I saw, to around 40 points now. Is that still recoverable, Ben? It is, but obviously, how many more game weeks we got left? It's, it, it, it is, with um, the chips obviously still to come into play. Double game you weeks. You may be interested to know there's some double game weeks. There's some information at the start of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't miss that, mate. I just... <laughs> Yes, it is. It is easily. Okay, so things are hotting up at the top. Um, Rookie, just quickly, have you got all of your chips left or not? I played the all-out attack. I have the triple captain and the bench boost boost. left. And your wild card you still got left? Yes, that's still intact, mate. It's still there. Good. Okay, good to know. I don't care what Well, let's have a look at our um, our mini league then. So, Parker, do you want to run us through the top ten? So, yeah, uh, just keeping in the top ten is uh, I'm tenth by one point. Uh, in ninth is Mike Hutchins. Eighth is John Olchin. Seven is Marlon Ratner. Sixth is That's Nat or Nate Thomas. Um, yeah. Uh, number five is also a newcomer, Susie Muse. I think that's uh, the top woman in, the, in our league. So, congratulations, Susie. She fit. Um, Fourth, that's oh, inappropriate, God. Stuart. 
Fourth <laughs> is Mitchell Barthurst. Three is Robert Fry. Two is our Indian-loving founding name, Richard Kosmala. And number one is still Tom Irving, so he's doing very well. Um, quick shout-out. We've had a couple more additions to the league, so thank you very much, guys, for joining. I think we're on about 107 now. Just wanted to make a little shout-out to our friend Scott Eastman, who um, blesses cotton socks. He plays every week, puts 100% effort into it. And in our mini-league, out of now 116, sorry, we've got in our mini-league, he is 107th. Um, <laughs> I've just noticed that I've just gone over the 300-point mark above him, which, wow, that is some margin. <laughs> oh, God, that's shocking. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought he'd out. stopped after game week three. No, mate, he <laughs> has been... Um, He's been hitting it hard, and he is Stevie Ruggling. So, um, yeah, 300 <laughs> points to make up, Scotty. Good luck, mate. He's been taking um, more hits than you, hasn't he? He's taking hits every week, minus 8, minus 12. It's, uh, it's getting a bit much now. That's why he's do, do you, you already Scott will not listen to this. This, no. banter, is, this banter is absent banter. <laughs> well, it's not okay. Those that do listen can laugh at Remind him at the fact him. that he's so rubbish, yeah. Yeah, we, go and find we all, Scott we all, Eastman uh, on, on social media, add him and send him abuse. <laughs> Every listener will have a Scott Eastman in their social circle and their private mini-leagues, won't they? They'll yeah. be like, oh, you're that thought, Scott Eastman. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Scott Eastman's in social services for a second there. <laughs> and if he was, Stuart wouldn't care about him. Anyway, let's move on. Well, um, thanks for the uh, the feedback there, Parker. I'm just going to shout out again a, a impressive name in the league as we have done these last few weeks. First of all, I've got uh, Mr. Joe or, or Mrs. Joe Wildman, whose name is called Who Ate All the Pie. Nice, which I thought was quite creative. Um, also, I, I think. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, and uh, and another name I think it's probably worth shouting out is Fifty Shades of O'Shea. Uh, very impressive. Mark Edwards, round of applause. Nicely done. Actually, I'll tell you how I described that. I described that as Unbelievable by Andy Goodland in 100th place. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, I think this section's dying on its ass. Let's move on to, uh, to our panel. Don't swear, please. Picks. Yeah, mate, come on. It's a free Say bottom. by uh, Aaron Weeks, so um, come on. Nice, nice, very nice. Um, okay, let's go to our panel's picks. Let's go to the beard first. Who are you looking at for the next game week? And game week's coming. Okay, then, um I'm looking at a player. He's 5.1 million. Uh, he's only owned by 3.7% of fantasy football managers. He's got 11 goals to his name already and one assist. And 11 bonus points also scored so far. He's on penalties, and that's Jermaine Defoe. Nice. I like it. He's, um, if you look at Sunderland's next four fixtures, obviously they've got that huge game at the weekend on uh, Super Sunday, Derby against Newcastle. Which I do fancy them. Uh, I think anything can happen there. After that, they have two home games against West Brom and Leicester, followed by an away fixture at Norwich. So I just think they've got the fixtures there. If they are going to get out of trouble and they have any chance of staying up, I think I can only see it going through him. So he is my panel pick for this week and the following next, sorry, four game weeks. That's all I've got on Jermaine Defoe. He will score you goals. Put him in your team. He's already got 11 this season, hasn't he? And yeah. the thing is... Came up with he, a hat-trick, didn't he, as well? Yeah, and Sam and I saw that when he came on, he scored. I think it's a no-brainer. He scored against Newcastle last year. Good shelf, Brookie. Thank you, Mr. Parker. <laughs> nice, cool. Well, Parker, as you're praising that one, you called Pella last week. Who is your golden nugget this week? My golden nugget this week is one that Brookie actually called a couple of weeks ago, but then said is a dead donkey. And that was uh, Georgie. 
Georgie Wijnaldum. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous George back on the pod again. Gorgeous George, yeah. Like he's just a, he's a good pick. I think six point eight million, ten point one percent. They've got Villa this weekend, and then Norwich away. Like sorry, not Villa. We've got Sunderland, Villa, Norwich coming up. So like huge games coming up for them. He loves scoring goals at home. So again, no better time than against Sunderland. I think Rafa's going to get the best out of him. So I think. He's a bit of a differential as well, but he's a really good option, I think, for this next couple of game weeks coming up. So. And a double game week coming up in 34. Yeah, exactly. But he's got, yeah, if you fit, look at their, some of their fixtures, I think he could be a, a, a really good option, actually. So he is definitely one to have on the radar. Nice. So we're looking very much uh, northeast at the moment. Shall I'm going to bring us to um, Everton for my pick. I'm going to go with Lukaku. Bit of a decline in terms of points after his good form at the start of the season. But he started to turn it around in the last few weeks with some goals in the Cup, as well as goals against Villa and West Ham recently, as well as assists. He's also going to be included in these double game weeks. So I think in terms of preparing for those, it's a good time to bring him in. Playing against Arsenal this weekend at home, Arsenal are going through somewhat of a crisis patch at the moment, having just gone out of the FA Cup as well. I think he's got a lot of potential to score, and he does like a goal against the Gunners as well. Remember um, watching a few of my pillow over my face uh, in my time. His next few games are against Arsenal, Man United, and then Watford. But I think on form he can score against just about anybody. Do you reckon um, is Aguero droppable for him? I was stung when I dropped Aguero earlier in the season, so just as a blanket, I'm going to say no to that. But I'll be interested to hear what the others think. No, I'm just worried about Lukaku because and Everton now. They've gone through in the FA Cup, so they've got another big semi-final to look forward to. And their game weeks aren't particularly easy. Man United, you never know quite what you're going to get. Um, and then away at Watford, who have been quite solid, I don't know. For me, I think he's, a, he's an expensive gamble. And for Aguero, I don't know, I think Aguero's more likely to score goals than him. Like a box of chocolates. As the game weeks you know, go on, I would consider dropping Aguero, actually. If the gap gets any bigger, I know it's 42 at the moment, but yeah, it yeah. would be an option for me. Well, the thing is, mate, it's not as if Man City are comfortably second or third. Like They're only two points off falling out of the Champions League places, so they need points desperately, do you know what I mean? That's the the only thing they're going to keep City interested is actually they need to keep winning. But they, they never are like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> So my you, sound, you, actually, you actually sound more like the. Can I just say, Woodsy, you sound more like the guy off Family Guy than you do um, <laughs> out of Forrest Gump. Last <laughs> like Bex Jackets. Never know where you can get. Sorry, oh, that's much Karen. better. That's yeah, thanks. Better. <laughs> um, so yeah, Stu's picks uh, MNEK. Um, he's looking particularly dangerous up front at the moment. He actually is, mate. So whatever. Okay. Woodsy, could you enlighten us with this pick? And I'm not picking Emanike. I'm not stupid. Well, I am, Jeff- but I'm not, I'm not picking Emanike. So who would you pick instead of Emanike? Well, if I was picking, pick? if I was picking a striker, I'd pick Sacco, West Ham. Oh, but well, you, Senor Parker, so, Parker raised Parker raised so the, uh, the West Ham strike force, but um, blinded by those West Ham lights, they're so bright. Well, he scored nine points against Everton on his return after scoring. The equalising goal. So, and Ooh. didn't he assist? Did he? Did he score the equalising goal and then assist pay it or just assist pay it? I can't remember. But no, uh, my panel's pick. Um, sticking with the Geordie theme, Howie, 
picking the Tyneside Derby, but unlike Brookie, oh, I'm what going. What was that? That, <laughs> that was Geordie. That was uh, Welsh. The Tyneside Derby. <laughs> How are the Tyneside Derby like? How are man? How are man? So like, I'd pick uh, Musso <laughs> Soko like because he's only five point six like and owned by one percent of fantasy football owners, and uh, I actually think like that. Uh, they looked really decent against Leicester. Like, and are we going to get beaten up by a bunch of Geordies? Howie, no. Would you, is there a reason he's only owned by one point six percent or something? When's the last time he scored one, more than three points, mate? One percent back in December, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that he's not shown form recently, but I think <laughs> un- ever <laughs> under. <laughs> Well, when was the last time when Alden scored points? Probably more recently, well, but he's not exactly, exactly <laughs> consistent, is he? Um, Sissoko has scored more than three points on only three occasions this whole season. He scored a okay. five, a seven, and a 13. Well, when Alden hasn't scored more than three points in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game weeks. so uh, Correct. Equally as consistent. <laughs> anyway, so Newcastle, uh, they look really decent against Leicester. Uh, look good going forward, and I think under Benitez, that's going to give him an, an injection uh, of season-saving, relegation-avoiding form. So, Musa Soko, um, he's actually Newcastle's uh, highest creative player in terms of stats. He's created 50 chances, uh, had five assists this season, and completed 45 key passes. So, outplaying Wijnaldum in that department, Parker. Um, he is yet to score, of course, but um, with the double game week coming up, and his next free fixtures before that. <laughs> almost, boys. He's had a lot of almost. <laughs> to be but fair, he's... you do sound very convincing. You well, think... He's, a... he's, he's pulling so strings, many mate. key he's... passes, mate. So many he's key creating... passes. <laughs> Perez and Mitrovic are looking a bit more dangerous, so I think he's going to be the one that's going to create the most opportunities and potentially be the uh, bigger assister at Newcastle. Uh, against Leicester, he had three shots, created three chances and put three crosses into dangerous areas. And they're facing Sunderland, Norwich and Southampton next, and then they've got a double game week. So I'm looking at bringing Sissoko. Sissoko for, for Woodsy we can all expect to log in and see him on the team sheet next week which can we me... fuck Lloyd, you got, you got uh, be careful. Swear, you got to be careful how much you, you slag him off for his pick because you know what happens it's when true. he slagged okay. off your no, pick he's going to go rub it straight back in your face that's the big if Woodsy transfers him in I don't think he's going to be transferring him in so we won't be doing that I'm going to do it now to prove it <laughs> Oh, if you right could do, that would be great because uh, I still want to make ground. I want to make sure I'm ahead of you. That's fine. I'm going to do it now. Uh, just let me look. Who's Ericsson's next three fixtures? They've got Bournemouth, Liverpool, Manu. Right's coming out. It's <laughs> going it. in. Make so, jury, you owe me uh, five or ten pounds. Yeah, whatever. You agreed to convince Stuart to get Sissoko in. <laughs> Yeah, Hang on, Thanks, he's, did he play 90 minutes, Suzuki? Let me check he's yeah. playing, if he's starting yeah. on the bench, he ain't coming in. No, no, 90 minutes, mate. He's played oh, he 90 play. minutes all season. It's still scored right. fuck all. Have we got an on, on-pod transfer going on here? Is this actually we have. happening? It's happening. I'm going to check it. Suzuki's going in now? Yep, I've just clicked confirm transfers. This is astonishing. I'm going to refresh your page so I can see... Oh, it actually says game week transfers one. Oh, God, there it is. I've done it. Woodsy has been goaded into putting in... Not goaded, mate. 
Not goaded. No, this is sorry, pre- no. pretty pre-planned, Lloyd. He's picked right. it. Sorry, yeah, he's picked it. Sorry. I did my five <laughs> minutes of research this evening, and I've backed my choice. <laughs> he really has put his money where his mouth is. And I'm going to bring us to the Iceman for his pick. Yeah, my my panel's pick's actually a Liverpool player. It's Firmino. I'm looking at this player not just for this game week, but for more or less the rest of the season. Yeah, he's priced at eight point two, and he's been hitting double figures four times in the last six. And it doesn't seem to matter who he's playing against, as he's having scored twelve points against Man City with a goal and assist. He's pretty much fixture proof at the moment, and uh, he picks himself really. With Liverpool having two double game weeks scheduled in with no blank, it's only the next two fixtures against Southampton and Spurs, which is a bit of a worry. But as I said, I don't think it matters. I still think he can score high. He's, he's a given, in my opinion. He is. He is the inform or one of the informed players in the Premiership right now. I think it's a nice shout. So we've got a bit of a mixture there in terms of our panels picks. So who's going to make the difference then, lads? Let's come to Parker first on this one. Who's your differential? My differential actually is going to be Ben Foster this week. He's only got an ownership of zero point three percent. Um, so is quite a big differential, 4.9 million. And he's kept clean sheet in his three of his last seven games. So he's shown some good... Um, Can good I just ask there. at this point, Parker, do you think it's worth me taking out my hill and putting him in instead? Definitely, mate, yeah. Because my hill is a dead donkey now. Lovely, um, thank you. Carry on. Ben I think Foster's that was a got... joke and it didn't go down very well. Was that no, a no, joke, Bernard? No, generally, my hill is still in my team. Oh, God. Yeah. Get him out, mate. Well, he's... Thing is, they've got Norwich at home, so they've got a good chance of keeping a cleanie there. And then they've got Aston Villa away. So, again, Villa at the moment look absolutely terrible. So, potential of two back-to-back cleanies there. Um, Tony Pierce loves a cleanie. So, for me, yeah, Ben Foster's a really good differential and a way to get a West Brom player into your defence. Nice, a bit of West Brom featuring. And what about you, Woodsy? Who's your differential? Well, I actually think, um, he hasn't been mentioned actually, but the recent form of uh, Graziano Pella, uh, he's <laughs> looking really decent. So I'm looking at a player that may assist him. So I'm looking at Southampton midfielders, and I may, well, may have escaped us with uh, Pella's return and those two goals uh, that he scored last game week. So I think in perhaps Mane could uh, jump on that bandwagon and perhaps assist him with some, some points collection. Um, he's only owned by 3.5%. Uh, he's only 7.3 million, and it's a really bad choice. The more I look at the stats right now, as I'm desperately <laughs> trying to find somebody. Would, would the, if, um, to, to make this more credible, would you be willing to transfer him in now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put him in right now. Hang on, I'll just make go, Going by your definition, he's worth a, a hit. So Yeah, no, I, he's not my actual choice. Um, I think we're all looking at the double game week, surely, so it's got to be one of the players. The next three transfers we make in preparation for game week 34 are going to be from those... You said there were six or eight teams, Jim, that will be... To be fair, mate, if, you've, if you sort your wild card, you can just use it then. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to do that just to bring in 15 players for a okay. game week. Um, Have you still got your wild card? Yeah, I've got both of them. <laughs> both the wild cards... <laughs> Howie! Oh, Pinocchio's on the podcast. He is, yeah. No, my, my differential choice is Musa Sissoko. Howie! Oh, God. He really is putting his eggs all in that basket. <laughs> wow. Okay, thanks, Butsy. <laughs> thanks, mate. You're welcome. Beard. Beard. 
Anything uh, differential? Talk to me. Yeah, sticking with the Liverpool theme, uh, I was looking at Adam Lallana. Uh, it's only 7.3 nice. million. This is for Lloydy, really, because they've got Saints up next. Uh, he's only selected by 23,500 football fantasy managers, so that's really low. Uh, but like I say, he's up. He's at St Mary's next out of the weekend. And then they've got that next home to Spurs. Evening kickoff, I think that's on a Saturday. So, and obviously the double game week in mind as well. So I know obviously the popular picks will be Firmino and Coutinho, but he has shown form over the last four game weeks. I don't like the look of those fixtures, Brookie, if I'm honest. Southampton away... Spurs at home, Stoke at home, and then Bournemouth away, and then obviously the Merseyside derby. No, I do. I do like yeah? look at those. Yeah, they scored, I think they scored six at St Mary's. Was it in the League Cup, Lloyd? Or? Yeah, it was, but they had seven shots. They won't have it again. <laughs> no, but I was no, going to say, Saints have looked pretty solid recently. We obviously yeah, read the re- game differently. So. Yeah, clearly you're second place and I'm right down the bottom. Lalana <laughs> <laughs> will be a great choice in that case. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to add my differential into the mix as well. I was looking at Moreno from Liverpool. So it's the Liverpool bandwagon. Cheaper option than Nathaniel Klein, who's higher pick than him. But Moreno's only around 3% ownership at the moment. Liverpool have got those double game weeks coming up. And he does like to get forward. And I like the way Liverpool are attacking more currently, so he could be someone that provides for the likes of Firmino and Coutinho. Oh, guys, I'm yeah, really worried with these Liverpool choices. Uh, did you watch the game against Crystal Palace? Because they were so lucky to win that. Their their penalty, was it a penalty? And then their last-minute equaliser as well. Yeah, but then they played United and chanced them. Yeah, but United are poor. Yeah, that's, that's, just, that's not good. It's not a good example. They've been so inconsistent this season. I would be very, very worried to be putting Liverpool players in my team. But then I'm last at everywhere, so don't listen to me. <laughs> but you don't mind putting Sissoko in? No, I think that's a good shout, mate. A solid, solid rationale. Um, OK, well, that's our differentials. Let's no, come it's on. not. <laughs> Have you still got one then, Jerry? <laughs> you haven't come to me yet. I'm only joking, I'm only joking. Iceman, no, of course you are. Who have you got in mind? I've got Craig Dawson for West Brom. Uh, oh, is that it? Oh, God. Right, let's move on to uh, to Captain Picks. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> no, he's West Brom's Charlie Daniels. He's notched three goals so far this season. And as Lloydie said, with Ben Foster back in goal, I can definitely see some clean sheets from West Brom's next two fixtures. They've got Norwich and Sunderland. And he does get a fair amount of attempts on goal, as he's got 27 so far this season. That's around one a game. And already in the beard man... And Lloydie's team. They got him in early, I think, didn't you, boys? We Wait, did. did you say Charlie Daniels or you said Dawson? I said Dawson. He's West Brom's Charlie Daniels. He oh, said Charlie, Do- said, uh, Charlie Dawson. <laughs> Charlie Dawson, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah Dawson's a mainstay for me, mate. Yeah, so you've been keeping him under wraps without actually saying anything about him, have you? So... Uh, I, I have looked at his stats, and yes, he is the sixth defender in the table for threatening defenders. Ooh, threatening defender? With Ooh. knives? <laughs> or, or verbals? <laughs> and he, he's also ranked uh, high in the goals inland tables at the moment, so he's got attacking potentials. And like I said, with Norwich and Sunderland next, he's my punt for the next two game weeks. So he's definitely been past fit then, because he was uh, he yellow, is, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, was, he is yellow at the moment, but um, apparently he's been training, but there's no further news on it. So I'm actually thinking about putting him into my team just for the next couple of weeks. Are you willing to put him in right now? <laughs> 
I'm not Woodsy, mate. That, apparently, that's, not that the new, that's the new standard for credibility in backing your picks. <laughs> Put yeah. her in. Come on, Jim. Yeah, it's not happening. Show us your balls. Seriously, on, show us your balls. <laughs> Jim, mate. The company's injured, so... I want to see your balls. Come on, oh, Jim. Do it. Do it. Okay, that's another time. Another time. That's so. differentials, lads. Let's move on to our captain's choices once again. Full of credibility last week. Let's go back down the line, Parker. Who is your captain? My captain this week is currently on, and I just note I did stick with Agüero last week. He's currently on Ari Kane. His fixture is, I think, the best around. So he's in good form. So, for me, no-brainer, it's Kane. I'm going to go okay. with that. I'm with Kane as well. Mine's going to stay on him. Okay, and Woodsy? Well, do you know what? I'm looking at my squad and I'm thinking, Sissoko. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely I, am. And I'm going to captain him. If I do had it. Sigurdsson in my team or a Swansea player against relegated Villa, I would captain them. But I'm going to captain Sissoko this week. Do it. And, and who are you actually going to captain? Uh, I'm going to get in Musu Sisaka. He's French, right? right? Yeah, he is, yeah. Good. That That's better than if he is. Yeah, no, I'm actually going to captain him. Okay. Uh, Woodsy's gone with Sissoko. Uh, full of credibility, as usual. What about you, Bird? Well, it's actually been a while since I've considered giving the armband to an early kickoff player, but Lukaku is hugely tempting for me. I was Did thinking you Lukaku in then? He is a possibility, mate. It's either Vardy or Mares that are going to make way. Uh, so, but elsewhere, we've obviously got Siggy at home to Villa, so that could work. I know Swansea a couple wins away from safety, so I expect points there. I actually think Ari will struggle up against Bournemouth. Yeah. I know he he did score a hat trick early on in fixture at uh, the Dean Court, but no, I can Spurs have struggled at home against lesser opposition, so. And I know mine's currently on Aguero because he does love a derby goal. I think he scored seven against United actually in total in the Premier League. Good numbers. So Aguero, that's as it is. Aguero is the man. And uh, he would be absolutely my choice as well. Kun this week, again, um, I think he does like the big occasion. They've got a lot to play for against Man United and I think he'll be the man that scores if they do. So let's see if these uh, these choices play out next week. I'm just going to run you through a few price risers if you're still interested at this point in the season. Your biggest riser this week is that man, Lukaku. 13,000 have put him in again today. He's worth 8.7 million and he's owned by 1,270,000 FPL managers. Harry Kane's the second highest riser. And also your man, Gilfie Sigurdsson, is right up there. 10,000, again, have put him in today. And supporting the earlier choice of Firmino, again, another 9,000 have put him in today. So seems to be where the money is going at the moment. Just just a quick question for you aimed at Ball and Jury, Arsenal yeah. fans. Uh, obviously, Everton up against Arsenal. Are you uh, with Wenger out or are you staying with him? I've always stayed with him through thick and thin. You support your manager, no matter what. Okay, what about you, Bull? Wow, what a deep answer. <laughs> That's from the heart, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
the, the, issue, think... the thing I have, the issue I have is I, I like the way the club is run in terms of the fact that we are self-sustaining. We paid off that the stadium. Uh, a lot of people don't like the fact that he's more economically oh God, minded. It's like his fantasy football team. As long as it's financially viable, it doesn't matter about the results and not winning anything. <laughs> well, it's it's been a ploy. Arsenal uh, conjured up a ploy for the whole season. At the start of the season, they showed we're a pretty decent team. You know, be top by uh, first of January. Then fall away, lose 2 0 to Barcelona. Not 3 0, because then that would ruin the plan and make it obvious. And then drop out the title race. (laughs) Drop out the title race, drop out the FA Cup, then go to Barcelona and smash them 3 0. Go win the Champions League. No one will see that coming. Wenger will have his little side smile face, which he makes, and then, yeah. Right, Iceman, you need to stop sniffing glue now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, if, I, if I could just finish my, my point, yes, absolutely, economically minded. My question is, though, who is out there at the moment who's going to come and make us better? We had Klopp go to Liverpool and, and that's not bought in the league straight away. We've had Chelsea changing managers to Mourinho. Look what happened this season. I don't know who you put in at the moment who would just suddenly turn us round. There's, there's not anyone out there, is there? Chelsea do have a new manager now for next season, don't they? In Conte. Yeah, Conte. In Conte yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what he does. Bring back Sven Goran Eriksson then. <laughs> Sven. I think you're right. I think you stick with Wenger. I think you stick with Wenger. Yeah, the grass isn't always greener. Exactly, Stuart. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd right. see it as, you know, if you're used to having steak. Every day, 24-7. Well, not 24-7 because you wouldn't be eating steak 24-7. But if you had steak every day for dinner, lunch and breakfast, you're going to want a dirty kebab, aren't you? Eventually. <laughs> so that's the way I see it. So Wenger's your steak and you, you just need a dirty kebab. <laughs> well, maybe Steve McLaren is that kebab. <laughs> exactly. Oh, maybe just give it. McLaren Bold, is okay. a kebab. Steve Bold, yeah, a bit of heart. Or oh, Vieira, your friend. Nah, mate, he's in New York City. Dead to me. Dead to me, like this discussion. Let's move on to Twitter adventures, Woodsy. Or Iceman, I don't know who's prepared it this week. One of you, tell me about Twitter. Go on, Woodsy. Oh, hi. Um, So, yeah, as usual, we've had a lot of contact from our Twitter followers. So thanks for that, guys. Um, questions this week I think we've covered FBL Bulldog wanted to know about the triple game week uh, we've all already spent way too much time on uh, triple game week so we won't bore you with that anymore and so David O'Callaghan is anyone going to bring Rondon in nice two upcoming fixtures now I said this last week didn't I about bringing him in does anybody else agree with that Bull what do you think um, I actually like the shout of Solomon Rondon. I think he's a good differential. He's only owned by about 40,000, and he was looking in good form uh, leading up to these last few weeks. So I don't think he's as big a joke as we made out when the Iceman picked him earlier in the season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what's everybody else thinking? Yeah, not a bad shout. little punt. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, don't. let's not swear, Lloyd. Uh, let's have a serious answer. Brookie, do you, do you kiss your mum with that mouth? <laughs> No, I kiss Stuart's mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all had a good laugh. We? <laughs> <laughs> right, what, what, do you, what do you think about Solomon, Brookie? Okay. Yeah, well, West Brom's next two fixtures, Norwich at home and Sunderland away. I'd 
I think I'd rather go the other way and maybe obviously I've got Dawson in, but I'd rather double up on defence than their attack. So he looks a lot better with Berahino playing up top with him. Yeah, it's a good. He's a lot more pro- promising. He scored. He scored a few recently. Yeah, but Craig Dawson plays where he wants. So <laughs> wrong there. Yeah. So all right. In response to that, then. Uh, Callahan, uh, Scrap Rondon, Dawson's your man. Um, we've had a question from Joe Martini, loving the surname. I like a Martini Blanc. Um, he said, should I spend free transfers each week to bring in players playing against Aston Villa? That is a great shout. So no. what are your thoughts on that, Parker? No? No, because you're taking a minus point hit every week, every week and your players have got to perform very well to earn that, earn that back. So but they are playing the- Villa. Yeah, but you've got to be looking at them scoring kind of 12 to 14 points at least, and that's just for you to really break even. So, Collectively, know. yes. So you're thinking that they won't do that against Villa? No, no. I mean, if you brought in two defenders, you're looking at a minimum of 12 points there, plus potential bonus points. So if you then brought in a midfielder or a striker that's likely to score... So Swansea, for example, if you were to bring in William Sigurdsson and who's playing up front for them at the moment? Barrow? Polaski. Gomez yeah. has got some minutes soon, hasn't he? Yeah. So, no. Um, Gomez no. has gone off the radar at the moment, hasn't he? I'm sure yeah, he's got some minutes. About 10, mate. Oh, still minutes. Gomez has got one goal in his last 26 games. Oh, oh wow. He's go got, got more than Sissoko, though, so... <laughs> go, go Barrow. He's a good pick. Barrow is a good chat. He scored, assisted, and got three bonus points yeah, against Bolton. So, rapid from Barrow. Um, Ball, what do you think? I would have to agree with uh, Parker's uh, earlier statement. I would absolutely not. Uh, certainly, one player against them potentially, but not three. Like you know, taking an eight-point hit, they would have to be scoring massively. So I would say no at this point. See, looking at those questions, I saw it earlier, and I just thought it was a joke question. But we're actually taking it seriously. There are no jokes in FPL. <laughs> Do you know what, Martini? If you're if you're listening, mate, I'm going to test your theory. Do you know what? I think for the next eight fixtures, I might bring in three players that are playing against Villa. <laughs> someone's oh, given is that up. No, no point. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone's completely given up on FPL. That's a new tactic. Do you not like the tactic? Could, could we do that with our podcast uh, team? We could, actually. That's a good shout, Parker. So the FF Surgery podcast team could dedicate themselves to Martini's theory and see how it pans out. So this week, we're going to go for Williams, Sigurdsson and... Barrow. No, no, no. Go for two defenders. Fabianski. Get him yeah. in. Yeah. Fabianski, Williams and Siggy. Yeah. No, Barrow. Oh, I think that's a mistake. Mate, Barrow's got an injured sign over him. Has he? Oh, okay, right. Well, I completely agree with you. All right, Martini, we're going to test your theory. Um, next question, then. We've had a tweet from Pad Full. I think he's in our mini league, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he said, would you use your wild card to get a full team of 15 double game week players? See, as, as discussed earlier, which you were all listening to and not falling asleep to, with doing that, there's a blank in game week 35, so I do think you need that four players on the bench which are definitely playing the next game week, so I'd say no to that one. Yeah, I do like the idea of it, but that would mean losing your Leicester and Tottenham players, so I can imagine all of us have at least four or five for those I yeah. don't think I'm quite ready to lose them yeah, especially no, where they're fighting for the title so probably no from me 
In response, then, Pad, no, you can't. Not without wrecking your team for the rest of the season. And that pretty much covers Twitter ball. Excellent. Well, thanks for your questions. Keep sending them in for in-depth analysis and answers. Speaking of which, this takes us through to the Iceman's quiz. Thank you very much, Bull. And as I say every week, for any new listeners, we've got a forfeit in for the end of the season overall loser. This will be Catamal or one of the holding midfielders to start in their team for the first month of next season. Uh, Bully won last week, bringing his total to to three. Level with Stu. With Howie, man. Uh, Beard still on one and Parker standard. He's on zero. There's eight game weeks to go. So, Parker, come on. Have you heard from the Court of Sport and Arbitration yet? (laughs) (laughs) No, mate. No, no. Because you will be. I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. I think your email went straight in their junk mail folder, mate. (laughs) Right. Question one. The Norwich versus Man City 0-0 draw was a painful experience for everyone who captained Aguero, everyone apart from me and the beard. So the question is, with 293 games gone, how many nil-nil draws has there been this season? Wow. And we're going to go to the beard first. Why? (laughs) 293 draws, so if I say 300. No, no, no. 293 games in total. Yeah. Yeah. How many of them draws? <laughs> oh my god. Nil nil draws. Yeah. <sighs> Bing bong bong. I don't Bing. know. Da-da. Uh, Da-da. 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 40. Okay. Yeah, 40. Okay, and Lloyd? Ah, chances. <laughs> uh, I'll go with 20. Cool. And Woodsy? 60. And Bully. At my last count, there was 31. <laughs> You're actually the closest there, Bully. It's 28, so Bully... Oh, You're an arsehole, Bullard. See, see, I knew that. <laughs> Howie. Howie, the lads, man. So as long as Ball keeps winning, that's good for Then Lloyd. <laughs> as long as Lloyd doesn't win, we're all happy. <laughs> so everyone block Lloyd. Okay, bonus question. Which teams have made the most nil-nil draws so far this season? And there are two teams, and you need both to get the point. So, oh, what? So That's be- no one's getting the point, then. Be- beard why don't you just put one? Why don't you just say one? Be- yeah, come on. No, I no, think no. Two, teams. <laughs> two teams. Need no to- one's going to get both the teams. <laughs> well, then, it's a wasted question, you don't, you don't get a point. Oh, Standard. Wow. <laughs> so, Beard, you're first. I will say Spurs and Stoke. Okay, and Lloyd? Mm, I'm going to go with Stoke. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Norwich and Swansea. Norwich conceded 55 plus goals. <laughs> uh, and Woodsy? Uh, my choice isn't going to be any better. I'm going, to say, I'm going to say, I'm trying to think of teams that wouldn't have scored, wouldn't have conceded. Southampton and Watford. And Bully. I was going to go Saints and Everton. Okay. Well, even if I changed the question so that it was you get any of the teams, <laughs> you get a point, you would have all been wrong. 
because it's Man, oh, Man City and United. So no of course it's United. Of course it's United. Oh. Yeah. oh wow! I wasn't expecting City though. No, both no. both on five draws. Well, yeah, so that, that really surprises me. Yeah. Good question, that James. Watford actually on four, Chelsea on three, Arsenal on three, Bournemouth on three, a load of other teams on three. To be honest, that's um, really good. Yeah, both on five. Okay, Very moving strong. on to question two. Out of the strikers, who has had the most shots on target so far this season? And I did have a similar question in episode five, which had a different answer. So the options are Igalo. Kane, Aguero, Costa, Lukaku, Vardy, and Defoe. Most shots on target, then. Yeah, and we're going to Lloyd first. I'll go with Lukaku. And Woodsy? Most shots on target, I'm going to go with Vardy. And Bully? Uh, Kane. And Beard? I'll say Costa. And Bully gets the points there, it's Kane. How uh, it, used, it used to be Vardy in episode 5, but yeah, it's now changed to Kane. Ah, uh, see, I remembered that. And the bonus question, how many shots has he done so far this season? Lloydy? Fuck yeah. Um, 200. Shots on target or just shots? Shots on target. Oh, sorry. Uh, like 200. First answer, yeah, sorry. Nah. Come yeah, on. You, just said, you, didn't, you <laughs> didn't say shots for on the last, target. For the last the umpteen episodes, mate, we've done it as first answer. I'm, I'm the quiz master. Lloyd, you can answer now. Oh, favouritism. Oh. You didn't do it for us last week when we misunderstood the question and Lloyd and I gave ridiculous answers, did you? He did, actually, yeah. He did, he did. Oh, yeah, he did, actually, yeah. You're right, he did. I repeated it at the end of the podcast. Yeah, he did, I'm sorry. (laughs) I stand corrected, you did. (laughs) More humble pie. Can we just have an Um, answer, Lloyd? Any fucking danger? 120. And uh, Woodsy? 80. And Bully? 102. And Beard? 100 and... Higher. Higher. And Woodsy gets the points. (gasps) As it's actually 58. Wow. Vardy's on 44, Agarlo on 42, Aguero 38, and Lukaku 37. Okay, question three. Out of the defenders, who has the most assists so far this season? Options are Daniels, Fuchs, Coleman, Bellerin... Rose, Kolarov, Sanya, Yama, and Cresswell. And I know there's loads there, but there were just so many options. And Woodsy, your first? Jesus. God, so many decent options in there. Um, Daniels, Bellerin, Cresswell, or Rose, I'm highlighting. I'm going to go with Bellerin. And Bully? Bellerin. And Beard? So what's it, high success? Yeah. Uh, Daniels. And Lloyd? Mm, Daniels is too obvious, surely. Um, Kolarov. The correct answer is actually Rose. He's on six at the moment. With oh, Dan- Daniels on five, though, so mm. close there. Well, you were close almost points. Yeah, almost really close there, mate. <laughs> almost points. Okay, bonus question uh, is not how many they're actually on at the moment. It's how many assists have all the defenders in total got so far this season? Um, we're going to go to Woodsy first. I'm going to go with 35. And Bully? 47. And Beard? 
I was thinking 90. Wow. That's a lot of assists there. And Lloyd? I'm going to go with 50. Well, John was actually the closest. It's actually 95. Oh, oh wow. Well, oh, well, wow. Done, sir. So, John, John. the point there. John, what, what are you going to say to the haters, John? Um, I don't know. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you told wrong. them. You told, you, them. you told them, you told them, Brookie. Okay, That's okay, it. Qu- that question, must feel sweet. Question four: <laughs> Out of the defenders, who has made the most tackles so far this season? The options are Peters, Jones, Moreno, Otamendi, Aspilicueta, and Fuchs. And Bully, you're first. Fuchs. And Beard. Tackles. I will say. Jacqueline Fuel. Fuchs. And Lloyd. I'm going to go with, uh, I want to say Fuchs, but fuck, I need some points, so I'm going to go with Peters. And Woodsy? That was a Fuking wrong answer, Fuchs. And Lloyd's right, it's actually Peters. Oh, wow! Well done, Lloyd. <laughs> well done, sir. We really are dishing out, the, dishing out the humble pie this week. Okay, how many has he been involved in then, uh, Bully? Uh, I would say... 83. And Beard? 100. And Lloyd? How many tackles has he been involved in? God, what a question. Um, 140. And Woodsy? 141. Oh, Woodsy nicks it. It's actually 142. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Woodsy, you are. That is the best example of a tactical answer I've ever seen. Yeah, so just to total up so far, Bully's on two, Woodsy's on two, Lloyd and John are both on one. That is bullshit, that should be my point. And we're moving into question five, and here's a tricky one for you. Uh, Which team has the most goal attempts from cross corners so far this season? And the options are Swansea, West Ham, Norwich, Liverpool, Crystal Palace, Tottenham and Man City. And Beard, you are first. Crossed corners, I will say... West Ham. And Lloyd? City. And Woodsy? Team with the most corners. Crossed corners. Which team has the most goal attempts from crossed corners so far? Crossed corners? So corner kicks. Yes, they're crossed and not played short. Yeah. For God's sake. <laughs> you do have to explain it to him. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know these technical terms. So I just I know kick and I know ball. Take on. And I now know what a take on is. Uh, I'm going to say Man City. And Bully? Palace. It's actually City. So Woodsy and Lloyd get the points there. Woodsy taking the lead with three. And bonus question, how many goal attempts and cross corners have they done so far? Beard. Uh, I will say 130. And Lloyd? <laughs> was James trying not to laugh then? No, no I was just swallowing. <laughs> okay. Maybe you should just get a suver, because uh, that will help that yeah, problem. We'll run out of suvers. So, okay, how many chances from cross corners? Uh, I'm going to go with um, 40. And Woodsy? 80. And Bully? 81. And Bully gets the points there. Mm. It's actually 92. Strong. 
Yeah, Man City on 92, Tottenham on 73, Crystal Palace on 32, Liverpool 67. Okay, final question. So, tallying up so far, Woodsy and Bully both on 3, Lloyd on 2. That's probably the highest score you've had ever. John only on 1. <laughs> burn! Uh, <laughs> okay, final question. If you if you miss the Dimitri Park free kick at the weekend against Man United, then I advise you to watch it because it is pretty special. But uh, only five Premier League games over the weekend. But how many attempts from set plays were registered on Opta Stats for this game week? So obviously free kicks from the edge of the box. Okay, and Lloyd, you are first. Um, so it can be on and off target. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with 10. And was he? 25. And Bully? 12. And Beard? 26. And Beard gets a point there because it's actually 34. Nice. Strong. So, looking at the tally for the last question, with Bully and Woodsy both on Three. If one of you d- don't get this right, then uh, it will go to a tie break. But, a mud wrestle. But John and Lloyd can, could get it right. And uh, of course, a Interesting. Yeah. This is good. It's a good situation. So the question is: Who made the least amount of attempts from set plays this game week? And we're going to bully first. Least. Yeah. Which team? Um, Which team? Villa. Villa. And Woodsy? Villa. And Lloyd? Uh, I'm going to go with Newcastle. And John? Yeah, I do want to say Villa, but there's no Don't point, knowledge. so I'm also going to say Newcastle. And you're all wrong, it's actually Tottenham. Wow. Man, Man City top on six, Aston Villa on five, Swansea five, Leicester four, Bournemouth four, Southampton three, Newcastle two, Norwich two. Stoke 2 and Tottenham, only one attempt from a set play. Okay, that brings us to a tie-break with Woodsy and Bully. Tie-break question. Scott Dan for Crystal Palace, what is his ownership? Pete, I'm going to go to you first. In percent you want this? Percent, yeah. So team selected by. I'm going to say... I'm not looking. I'm going to say 23. And Woodsy. Is it closest? It's going to be closest, yeah. 22. No, higher. And Woodsy actually gets the points there. How oh, weird. Nice, it's mate. actually uh, 20, exact. Oh, nice. How weird. So, well done, Woodsy. Well done, Stewie. Well done, mate. Now everyone's on. So, Woodsy's on four. Overall, Bully's on three. John's on one. And. There's <laughs> me and John. Here's <laughs> the Parker's on zero. Wow. Do I get anything for winning? No. You get to be the furthest from Catamol next season. Can't I have like a hand job or something? (laughs) (laughs) Or a cheeky finger? Quick, Pete, take it. (laughs) Quick. Well, that's another Iceman's quiz for this podcast. And it's uh, thanks to the lads. I'm just going to go through a few ways to contact us. No one wants to do that. Don't bother. Okay, so if you do want to get in contact, first of all, Facebook, Fancy Football Surgery, all one word. 
more frequently, we are on Twitter, so at FF underscore surgery. Keep tweeting your questions. Makes for a fantastic pod. You can always always follow us on iTunes as well. <laughs> Exclamation mark, fancy football surgery. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, tell us what you think. You can also join our mini league. Still plenty of weeks left to get involved there. And if you want to hear Parker read your name out wrong, it's 256323-787353. All that's left now is to say goodbye to the lads. So to Woodsy. Goodbye, everybody. And to Parker. Au revoir, people. The Beard. So there, guys. Good luck in your game week. The Iceman. Yeah, good luck in your game week. See you, guys. And from me, Bully, we'll speak to you again next week. Slapping the beers. Slapping the beers. Nice fade. Thirty-four and game week thirty-seven. We do have a blank game week left, left, which is in game week thirty-five. Just gonna stop two seconds because someone is making Who is that? so much Who fucking is that? noise. Wow, Bullard. Bullard, is that you? Have you, have you jumped out the plane? He's <laughs> prepping his parachute. Bullard, what are you doing, mate? Really? Banging loose. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to do that again, aren't I? Because he was doing you that are, all yeah. through all the time. Oh god. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually gone. Buddy, what are you doing? I'm He's listening lost. to you, mate. <laughs> listening to you talking about the double game week. No, 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 you, you weren't. You were. You were moving your phone around, and I, I couldn't do anything. Oh, was that was that making a lot of noise? A lot of noise. <laughs> yes. You're going to have to keep your phone very still. I will keep it static. I will hold myself in a plank position for the remainder of the. <laughs> <laughs> Strong flank. <laughs> do you, you want to come back to me again, mate? Um, because it was as, soon as, you, as soon as you said that, we, I don't, you, you know, it was happening all the way through. I was speaking, so just come back to me now. So I'm going to come to the Iceman to talk about the double game week. Yeah, I've got some information which we obtained from the fancy football. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you, Stu? It wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't. I didn't message him. Oh, it still wouldn't have come <laughs> Pete, do you want to turn up your vibration? <laughs> do, do you know what that was about? That was, that was Louise just texting me to confirm <laughs> that she can't hear me. <laughs> Excellent. Right, okay. I think he's fallen asleep. But hold on, are you still there? <laughs> Christ. That's really interesting, guys. Tell us some more, John. Brookie. <laughs> no, he's definitely falling asleep. <laughs> can, um, can, can someone call call him for John Brook? He's gone into cardiac arrest. No, he's falling into got, a coma. Sorry, a deep, sorry, deep coma. I, I am here, guys. I just had my mic on mute. Um, <laughs> I was just <laughs> trying to take all that information in. It was quite yeah, overwhelming. I didn't, I didn't um, catch a word of that. Can we um, repeat that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so basically what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Which bit? Which bit, John? Which bit do you particularly agree with? Well, yeah, all of it. The middle bit, the especially. Bit about, the bit about the double game week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, well, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like a rabbit in headlights. <laughs> Pressure's on, John. Okay, um... John, John, you're an expert in uh, in all things United. Why don't we start there? Man United have got some double game weeks. They're in both of them. Who would you who would you pick from your own from your homeland at the moment? Who are they playing? Nice <laughs> <laughs> man. Can you confirm who they're playing? Man United are pl- in game week 37 are playing Norwich and West Ham both away. Ooh. No, I would avoid them. Woodsy and Stew. Woodsy and Stew? Yeah, I'm playing myself. <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck to you, sir. Thanks, mate. I've, I've got a funny feeling I might win. <laughs> Woodsy and Bully, sorry. I did that last week, I think. Start again, mate. There's a little edit there, isn't there, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, Scott Dan has been out of the headlights recently, but out the headlights, headlights. is he about to get run over? Oh god, I can't even speak now. I'm getting so tired. Oh. Usually, like a rabbit in the headlights. <laughs> brum brum. Oh my uh, god, it's I'll, Scott Dan in my way. I'll try again. That's why he's not in the headlights. He's been hit. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Leave that in. That's a good outtake. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that's outtake. Pray silence, please. Okay. You can find us on patreon.com forward slash fancy football surgery. We're not doing Patreon anymore. Yeah, but if, if we were, then please go on Patreon <laughs> and follow us there. I've actually started my own Patreon page. Um, it's called Parker's Mike. Patreon slash Save the Golden Mike, <laughs> which I don't even use. <laughs> I've started my own one too. It's called Keep Woodsy Off the Streets. He doesn't want to do tricks anymore. And you can find uh, the the beard busking down at Waterloo Station. (laughs) Go and help us on Patreon. (laughs) 